Welcome back to the Moonsun Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Shay. And today I will be talking about peonies and Shay's will be talking about Mercury and Retrograde. Yes, Mercury and Retrograde. Ah, ah. Remember, even though you told me like a Two minute ago. Two seconds ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> That's okay. The peony is an incredible popular garden flower loved for its show-stopping blossoms. The common peony has two outer layers of wide-capped petals, which surround a cluster of smaller, tighter petals towards its center. It has the appearance of a frilly petticoat or a ballerina's tutu and is therefore a favorite choice for ornamental displays and bouquets. The peony is a flowering plant of the peonia, genus from the Pioneersi family. These flowers are native to Asia, Europe, and Northwestern America, and there are currently thought to be 33 different species within the genus. There are over 6,500 different varieties of peony, and more are being cultivated, cultivated all the time. That's a lot. Yeah. The flower they flower in late spring, early summer, and have a short flowering time of between 7 to 10 days. They require lots of exposure to sunlight and a temperate climate to prosper. Most peonies are herbaceous plants that grow between 1 and 3 feet in height. However, some species are woody shrubs that can grow as high as 11 feet tall. In recent times, a hybrid has been cultivated which combines elements of both tree and herbaceous varieties. These pennies are called Ito pennies. Oh. The Netherlands is currently the largest producer of cut pennies in the world, accounting for over 40% of all growth and distribution. However, there is a fast-growing competitor on the scene, Alaska has become an extremely successful, prolific producer of cut peonies thanks to its cool temperatures and extended hours of sunlight. As peonies love exposure to sunlight, Alaska is able to cultivate and harvest these flowers for longer periods of time. When the rest of the world's peonies have closed up for winter, Alaska peonies are still able to bloom and grow. But it is there more. But is there more to this flower than frills? We look at the deeper meaning of peony and how various cult cultures have interpreted its symbolism. The meaning behind the peony differs from country to country, culture to culture. The flower is thought to have originated in China as far back as 1000 BC, and it has a very important place in Chinese tradition. Pennies are said to be the king of flowers and are used in ceremonies and celebration days as symbols of wealth, prosperity, and good fortune. This is largely due to the fact that peonies are exclusively reserved for the rich and influential tiers of Chinese society for many years. They are flower they are flowers fit for the emperors. 
In the 8th century, pennies made their way over to Japan, and Japan became a key horticultural developer of the flower. New species of penny were cultivated and began to grow in beautiful Japanese gardens. In Japanese art and literature, the flower came to represent beauty, bravery, and honor. As a peony was introduced to the West, its meaning was largely influenced by its aesthetic beauty and it became symbolic of bashfulness and young love. Some Victorians believed that if you uprooted a penny flower, fairies would come and curse your garden and others thought that if you left a vase of pennies to dry out and wither, bad luck would come to your house. Bro, don't fuck with the fairies. <laughs> don't fuck with the fairies. <laughs> However, healthy, happy pennies have also been associated with celebrations of joy. The name peony is thought to have its origin in ancient Greece, and there are a couple of different theories as to what it refers to. The first is the myth of peon. P-A-E-O-N. I'm thinking that's Greek. I think that's Pan. That could be. I'm pretty sure it's Pan. They yeah. Yeah, because that is another way of spelling Pan. Yeah. Who was the physician to the ancient Greek gods. It was said that he had a store filled with drugs, herbs, and flowers of all shapes and smells, which could cure any ailment. When Hades was shot by Hercules' arrow, Pan was tasked with healing him. He took the root of a beautiful flower and extracted a milky liquid from it, which he applied to the wound. It healed, and the flower became known as the peony. A second story tells of how Pan was, in f- fact, a student under Asclepius, who was the official Greek god of medicine. When Pan began to show great promise, his master became jealous and threatened to kill Pan. In order to protect him, Zeus changed Pan into a flower, and this flower became known as the peony. The third theory of how the peony got its name relates to a beautiful nymph named Peonia. It was said that the God Apollo was flirting with her one day. When the goddess Aphrodite saw them, she became so enraged with jealousy that she instantly turned the nymph into a flower. That flower was called the peony. Due to the story of Peonia, the peony flower was has come to symbolize bashfulness, beauty in Western, Western culture. This meaning has been further enhanced due to the fact that peonies take a long time to establish when they are moved or first planted. But once they finally do bloom, they continue to do so for many decades. This link to the the this link to the theme of female bashfulness and coming of age. 
In the East, the peony is seen as a very masculine flower. It is used in rituals and ceremonies to mark military bravery and honor and is therefore seen as a flower of the warriors. Its flamboyant blooms are seen less as petticoat frills and more as reflective of the warrior's garb. Guard. Garb. Garb. Like clothes. Like. Yeah, garb, garb, like clothing. Yes. Yeah. Through art and culture, this meaning evolved, and the flower has became a symbol of masculine youth and powers, pleasure, and playfulness. Oh. A disregard for consciousness and recklessness with regard for rules are also associated with the flower. In China... Where the flower is thought to have first or originated, the penny is very much tied to the symbolism, to wealth and riches, and was favored by emperors for many centuries. Pennies come in a variety of different colors and shades, but there are but three of the most common are pink, white, and red. Mm-hmm. Pink peonies are very much associated with love, romance, and happiness. They have a sweetness that would, that could melt any heart, and as such, are often used in anniversaries and wedding bouquets. They are celebra- celebratory, fun, and joyful, and brighten up any birthday arrangement or celebration display. White peonies are generally associated with bashfulness. They have a grace and fragrantly that is both underst- understanded and point- poignant. Understated and poignant? Yes, understated and poignant. <laughs> they have a Grace and fragility that is both understated and poignant. While pennies are often used in apology bouquets when a person needs to say sorry and make amends for something they have done. Crimson peonies are red. Crimson peonies or red have so much power and impact. They are associated with bravery vigor and passion they are used in grand celebration displays and show-stopping arrangements to bestow honor or honor on those being celebrated they also work very well in valentine's bouquets as a symbol of aromious love Ooh. although the flower is now used as an ornamental bloom, the penny was initially used in Chinese medicine. The seeds and roots of the plant were used to alleviate headaches and migraines and to help those suffering from asthma. Oh. The leaves of the plant were used to treat convulsions as well as liver disease, kidney disease, and several other illnesses. 
Studies in more recent years have suggested that pennies may have mood-boosting properties that can help with anxiety and depression. They are also thought to have anti-inflammatory properties and can help treat blood clots and alleviate bodily aches and pains. Pennies have been used to treat bladder and kidney issues in European medicine, but they are known to create gastrointestinal problems if they are over, if they are overconsumed by humans, dogs, and cats. Oh, so like you can drink peony tea to help you, but don't drink it too often or yes. too much. Then it becomes poisonous. Nice. <laughs> Love everything becomes everything can become a poison if you have too much of it. Yep, the peony has long been revered for its protective powers, worn in guards the body, spirit, and soul. Placed in the home, it wards off evil spirits, and planted in the garden, it protects it against evil and storms. The seeds or roots are hung around a child's neck to guard it from mysterious Gevious fairies and imps. A variation of this entails carving peony roots into small beads called peony beads, no, called piney beads, and then stringing them. These are also worn for protection. Peony roots worn within with coral and flint keeps away the incubus oh <laughs> yeah ha have to throw that in there yeah although sex demon i know sex demon for sure so <laughs> maybe you don't want to give it away well for your child True. yes you want to keep it away True. but if you want a sex demon right i just read a book about a sex demon Additionally, the penny is used in exorcism and the root is carried to cure lunacy. Lunacy? Lunacy, yeah. Mm. Lunacy. It cures werewolves. Yes. The state of being insanity. Yeah, they named it lunacy because it usually happens around the full moon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should only be gathered at night when its seeds are said to shine within it eerie light its roots is sometimes substituted for the mandrake oh so if you don't have mandrake root you can use peony root yeah pennies are very popular as tattoos particularly in china and japan they're often chosen by a man rather than women as they are associated with masculinity in the eastern culture Penny tattoos are thought to capture the transitory nature of our time on Earth and the value in living life for each day. The flower's blossoms are both fragile and flamboyant, symbolizing how quickly youth and beauty passes. Penny tattoos often symbolize a devil-may-care attitude and a youthful recklessness. Masculine properties of bravery, physical power, and sexual virility are all tied up in the image of this flower. The idea 
that risk-taking will lead to rewards and future prosperity is also linked to this flower. Cool. Folk names, peony, piney, and common peony. European peony, peonly, and sholo, sholo. Gender, masculine, planet, sun, element, fire. Nice. My sources I got from The Complete Language of Flowers by S. Teresa D.T. Yeah. Dites. Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. Floriography by Jessica Rocks. Flowerpedia by Sherilyn. Durex, The Magic of Flowers by Tess Whitehurst, mm. and The Fifth Element Life.com. Oh, interesting. I have a lot of plant books, so. You do have a lot <laughs> of plant books. <laughs> oh. Okay. Mercury Retrograde. So what is a retrograde? <coughs> the term retrograde comes from the Latin word retrogradus, which literally means backward step. It's As the name suggests, retrograde is when a planet appears to be going backward in its orbit as viewed from Earth. That's literally all that a retrograde means. Astronomers, um, that came out weird. Astronomers refer to this as apparent retrograde motion because it's an optical illusion. The opposite of retrograde is direct or prograde motion. Prograde motion is the term astrologers prefer, while astro what astronomers prefer, while astrologers are more prone to use the term direct motion. Just to specify, every planet in our solar system travels in the same direction in its journey around the sun, and none of them ever pause or turn back in the opposite direction. They just appear to do that from time to time. Mm -hmm. uh, because of the Earth's daily rotation, the objects in the night sky appear to move from east to west through the night sky. When the location of the stars relative to the Earth is fixed, while... The location of the stars relative to the Earth is fixed, at least from our vantage point, the other planets in our solar system all orbit the sun at varying speeds. The outer planets, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, all take longer to orbit the sun than the Earth does. Because their orbits are longer, the Earth often laps these planets in its journey around the sun. When the Earth overtakes an outer planet, that planet appears to travel backward as compared to the stars for a time. So, to put this into perspective, picture two cars on a highway are going the same direction in different lanes. If one car is driving faster than the other, the slower car will appear to go backwards from the perspective of a person in the faster car, even though the slower car is going pretty fast in the same direction. Or, like, you're sitting there in a parked car and someone backs up, you feel like you move too. Kind yep. of thing. I hate that feeling. Right? I always like it makes you panic and jolt. <laughs> yes. Um, for the inner planets, Mercury and Venus, the mechanism that causes them to turn retrograde is the same, but in reverse. Mercury and Venus appear to go retrograde when they lap us. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, because Mercury completes its orbit around the sun in only 88 days, the swift planet becomes retrograde three or four times in a calendar year for about three weeks at a time. The outer planets have less, less frequent but longer lasting periods of retrograde motion. <sighs> Astrologers, uh, that word is so hard. Astrologers believe that the moon, stars, planets, and sun affect happenings here on Earth and that each planet in our solar system rules a different aspect of life. Astrology. Astrology. I'm going to work on diving into my astrology book and try to learn more about astrology because it just fascinates me. It's fascinating, but so much. It's so much, but you can like look at the astrology for a whole year and know how the year is going to go. I know. I need like astrology for dummies book. Uh, so they're so it's it's all the big words they use yeah mine's not an astrology for dummies book but it's called the only astrology book you'll ever need okay and it's is it thick it but do they put it in layman terms see i need one that's in layman terms yeah or else my brain is not gonna it's like what did i just read yeah (laughs) yeah for sure like the roman messenger of the god it is named for mercury is said to govern transportation and communication greek it is Hermes. Those who dread Mercury's retrograde motion say that when the travel, the travel, the planet travels backward, its power to positively influence these domains is stifled and leading to chaos. Believers in the malevolent power of Mercury retrograde believe blame the phenomenon for everything from arguments to lost mail or luggage to automobile accidents and technology issues and warn people to hold back on conducting important business during this time. Yes, <laughs> but also you don't need to fear retrogrades while they might affect you negatively. A, living in fear is not good. And B, it gets you nowhere. I, myself, me, Shaylin, am the opposite of most people. I thrive in retrogrades. And then when the planets go direct it is when I riot and start to fuck things up. For example, we'll start with in astrology, Saturn is the great malefic known for its serious cold and sometimes harsh influence it is the planet that rules time karma responsibility and wisdom when i decided to leave justin was the day that saturn went direct after its retrograde went back to normal Mm -hmm. its retrograde (laughs) ended it went direct and i was like i'm done but it was like instant we both survive mainly on chaos and we we like that environment chaos um <laughs> over we love too much stuff going on yeah we were at travis's parents the mm-hmm. other day and i just kept knocking shit over and like i was like a bull in a china shop and his dad <laughs> was like what is wrong with you and i was like sorry i can't help it i'm a chaos demon mm-hmm. and i was like that's why he likes me so much because he <laughs> thrives in chaos and i'm a chaos demon <laughs> uh, truth truth oh, before you go yeah i think you need to turn yours up that's better. <laughs> um, when a planet is in direct motion, planetary energies are more straightforward. In retrograde, planetary energies turn back in on themselves and are more complicated. Um, I've put on here. Also, I would heed these warnings. Okay. So many people look to Mercury retrograde with trepidation. Don't make any future plans. Don't start a new job. Don't buy a car. This may... Also be wise advice, but what can we do during these cycles? How can we make Mercury Mercury retrograde our ally? Be a chaos demon. 
Um, I put in here, um, I would heed these warnings, but in a spontaneous kind of way. So like, unless you are a chaos witch or a person who thrives in chaos, don't make big random decisions. However, if you've been thinking about getting a new car and you've been test driving and scoping things out for a while, or if you've been in the process of buying a house, or if you've been in the process before you hit retrograde of doing something, it should be safe to continue that. Yes. Once you're in retrograde. But don't like in the middle of a Mercury retrograde be like, I'm going to buy a new car. That might not be wise. <laughs> no. No. Um, same with a new job. If you applied for and got hired before this time, it's perfectly fine to start it in the middle of mm-hmm. a Mercury retrograde. Um, Mercury rules all types of communication, including listening, speaking, which is why that one episode that we recorded in the middle of Mercury retrograde, yeah. we couldn't talk. Nope. We couldn't. Right. I learning, that. reading, editing, researching, negotiating, selling, buying. Uh, it rules formal contracts and agreements such as book manuscripts or term papers, deeds, contracts, leases, all that. Included under this planet's domain are all types of code, including computer codes and transportation, shipping, and travel. When this planet retrogrades, these areas tend to get scrambled or out of control. Why does this happen? Uh, When a planet retrogrades, astrologically, it's in a sleeping or resting state. Therefore, while Mercury naps, the activities that it governs don't have the benefit of a well-functioning, wide-awake planet to supervise them. This is why you can expect a degree of pandemonium to ensue. Um, these phases are considered poor times to launch new endeavors, even if they're not related to the communication industries. Um, they are Mercury retrograde periods are notorious for causing computers to crash and for machines, appliances, and other electronic devices to show signs of wear and require urgent repair. So back up your computer in advance of any Mercury retrograde period. Just shut down all your electronics during that time. Don't use them. Just don't use it. Don't watch TV. Sh- uh. Empty your fridge out, your freezers. Like, don't use the microwave. Just don't. Just, just don't. pass away. Yeah. Just pass away during that. <coughs> live off the grid. I would love to live off the grid. Me too. I, I'm slowly getting there. I told Travis if we win the lottery, we have to get a big enough plot of land that you and Mark could like build a house and we could all just live off the grid together. Yes. Um, it also rules trade and commerce. So don't buy any buy or sell anything expensive during its retrograde phases. Often okay, you'll find. What is your definition of expensive? Because mm. everyone has their own definition of expensive. if you do buy something expensive, such as a car, computer or jewelry. You may regret your decision later. Oh, shit. So don't buy any um, engagement rings during that time either. No, definitely not. Uh, I also, I have access to all of the Mercury retrogrades through 2030. I need that. Yes. I'm going to put them in cute little graphics. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mercury will, uh, forgetfulness can be a problem during these phases. Romance tends to go haywire during Mercury retrogrades. In a couples, good way or bad way? No, in a bad way. Uh, couples okay. tend to create miscommunications that can turn into a cause a domino effect of errors. Try not to jump to conclusions and keep striving for clarity. 
who like if Mark says something that you're kind of like, what the fuck? Don't just like assume it. Be like, what did you mean by that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, we have one Mercury. We have one Mercury retrograde left in this year. Okay. December. It'll start on December 29th and it'll end January 17th. So the new year. Oh, great. It's going to be. That's when his family all comes back. Great. During that time. Um, that's going to be fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, Mercury retrogrades in three phases. The first is when the planet appears to be in a movement because of the optical illusion. This initial stage is called pre-retrograde shadow. The second phase is when the two planets, Earth and Mercury, are very close to each other. This is the main and intense period when the retrograde is at its peak. And the third phase is the post-retrograde shadow, when Mercury makes a final crossing. Crossing? Crossing? According to Western astrology, this powerful planet of communication gives us three chances to revise, reflect, and move forward, leaving all past fallacies behind. Um, so although, so the last Mercury retrograde begins on December 22nd, it's pre-retrograde shadow will be experienced from the 12th of December onwards. And the effects of this event can be the shadow, the retrograde shadow can be felt until the 23rd of February. So. (laughs) That's a long time. Uh (laughs) Yes. To feel the shadow. Uh Oh, I kind of do want to feel the shadow. (laughs) <laughs> I want to feel the shadow. Okay. Um, so this is general. How the Mercury retrogrades affect the the signs, like the zodiac signs. General. I do have after this will be specific. Okay. Of what this specific retrograde is going to do. So Mercury with retrograde with fire signs tells us that they need to apply. Completely new, visionary, and innovative solutions to the problem that comes up. Fire signs are highly creative and also brave and pioneering. Don't be shy about suggesting a very unusual solution. Fire signs also think on a big, broad scale, so you should think that way when attacking the problem, too. If Mercury retrogrades in an Earth sign... Oh, this isn't how it affects it. It's if Mercury is retrograding in a fire sign. That's what you do. If it retrogrades in an Earth sign, be very practicable. Practicable? practical about finding a solution and strictly adhere to limits of time or budget money often plays a big part of both the solution and the answer 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 when mercury is retrograde you'd probably do best by not suggesting a big bold idea which would have worked with mercury in a fire sign There's the are you fucking with the cat yeah or the pig? there was a cat hair on the oh. your your piggy pigs behind you oh and the other one's over here if Mercury retrogrades in an air sign, lots of discussion will need to take place as air signs are highly communicative. Talk to a lot of people and pull their responses. Do a great deal of research. Air signs are analytical and modern. You may hear wait, a solution. Wait. You have to research people? <laughs> Not necessarily, but like if you're looking into doing something, do a lot of research. Think about everything you do analytically versus emotionally or like big bold idea be analytical. Think everything through. I just go with the flow. Because air signs are dicks. <laughs> I just go with the flow. Yeah. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Mm. Use the answer that seems best for you after going through this process. Make sure you're objective and not emotional in choosing your answer. 
if Mercury retrogrades in a water sign, which is what don't you are. Don't fuck with my water sign. Use your intuition. I don't have intuition. Research can be driven by the way questions are asked. So if your research says to go a certain way, but your intuition, go with the flow. I'll go with the flow, yeah. Tells you to reject the research. Follow reject your gut. Reject it. Intellect can only get us so far. Often our emotional intelligence is more accurate. If mm-hmm. Mercury retrogrades in a water sign, it's an instant signal to start listening to the small voice within. <sighs> you always have to listen to them. So, yeah, you should, but most people don't. Uh, this last Mercury will be retrograding in Capricorn. It is re- retro. So, um, uh, fun and scary fact, 1% of the people in power belong to the Capricorn zodiac sign. So, this sign denotes ambition and leadership is ruled by Saturn, which demands discipline. Principles of reward and punishment are followed by Capricorns in general. Therefore, Mercury retrograding in this sign could mean that a Capricorn's... We don't care about Capricorns. Okay. <laughs> You're just going to skip all over I'm just going to skip that and cut that right out. Uh, Mercury rules communication, thus its retrograding in Capricorn can be intense. However, this will help you clear your karmic debt and move forward in life without emotional baggage. Okay, so how it's going to, how this specific retrograde in Capricorn is going to affect the signs. Aries, the ram needs to be aware of communication problems caused at work, as it is always the little slips that blow up into something big. Additionally, it is forecast that Aries will cut a lot of unwanted ties to protect their sanity, which will help them in the long run. Tauruses. This earth sign will face major problems in the field of tech. Those working in this field will suffer due to an unstable internet connection. Email issues, loss of unsaved data, or other issues related to tech, they are advised to be careful and revise every official mail before hitting send to bosses and coworkers. Gemini. This air sign is known for its communication skills and Mercury rules communication. No prizes for guessing that this retrograde will hit the twins on an emotional level. However, the good news, it will allow old wounds to heal. Cancer. This emotional water sign needs to attract only good energy and practice self-love. Oh, Travis is not going to like that. (laughs) Self-love. There might be problems related to to tech because of which their work might get held up. There might also come a point where they would need to fiercely set boundaries to maintain sanity even among loved ones. Oh, that's me. It's not the best to invent in any invest in anything monetary during this period. Leo's you constant disruption of plans can cause stress for the lion. Confusion and delays will be common. Travel plans will get disturbed and expenses will add up for no particular reason. <laughs> Sucks to suck. It does suck to suck. <laughs> this fire sign needs to take care of their health during this time. Okay, I'll just work on that. Virgos, this earth sign is a perfectionist, hence unnecessary delays and loss of control over personal and professional life are its biggest pet peeves. The key to surviving this retrograde is to sit tight, be open to suggestions, and ultimately stay calm until the storm passes. Sarah. Libra, this air sign denoted by a balance, needs to take extra effort to control their expenses. Additionally, it is important for them not to take their frustration on loved ones. Scorpio. Yes. 
This emotional sign, ruled by Pluto, will get plenty of opportunities to move away from people or overcome past experiences that no longer serve a purpose. What if I've already done that? There will be confrontations, yes, some ugly and unpleasant ones from long-lost foes and lovers alike. (laughs) So, that should be fun for you. Now. (laughs) Now. I don't want anyone I've broken up with to come back. (laughs) Start texting me now. Right. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Immediately. Oh, Sagittarius. This sign, symbolized by the archer, is usually the most balanced among all the other 11 signs. Knowing a Sagittarius, I beg to differ. Maybe she's a cusp of something else, but that bitch is crazy. That bitch would be my Drugs. mother. That bitch would be my mother. Drugs. Drugs. Oh, however, during this Mercury retrograde, they will be part of some unnecessary drama involving friends and family because of a lack of proper communication. Uh, no, almost, that's not the problem there. I can almost guarantee who that's going to be about. <sighs> Capricorn. It is not at all surprising that Capricorn will get most affected because Mercury is retrograding in its house. Career-oriented and motivated at all times, this zodiac sign will not know what hit them during this period. Instead of panicking, it is advised for the sign to just sit tight and wait this period out. Your mother is a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Aquarius. Uncle Tony. <laughs> and, and Peyton. This water sign needs to disconnect a bit to protect their mental health and sanity. Solitude will help them sail through the storm of chaos and confusion that the retrograde will bring. And Pisces, denoted by a pair of fish. The Pisces is one of the most non-confrontational signs in the Zodiac. They will be, oh no. They will be faced with some unpleasant situations concerning their ex-lovers, which will put them in a difficult situation emotionally. You know who's a Pisces? My brother-in-law. You know who's going to be a Pisces? My nephew growing in my sister's belly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I'm going to finish this with a some words from an astrologer, Sandra Pastorius. We may experience less stress during these periods by taking the time to pause and go back over familiar territory and give second thoughts to dropped projects or miscommunications. Breakdowns can help us attend to the safety and of mechanics and mobility. It's time to recall the now of the past and deal with the underlying issues. Leave matters that lock in the future in future commitments until Mercury goes direct. And she has more articles on her blog, Galactic Musings. Galactic um, Musings. And I got information from Galactic Musings from her blog and FarmersAlmanac.com and AstrologyZone.com. Nice. Yeah. Our socials are Moon and Sun Podcast at gmail.com, all one word, all lowercase. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram is Moon and Sun Podcast, all one word, all lowercase. Truth. Our Facebook is Moon and Sun, Sun Podcast, Podcast Coven. Coven. Mm-hmm. And Twitter is Moon and, Moon and Sun, Sun Pod. Um, and there's a link tree in the Instagram bio with all of the other socials and everywhere you can listen. <laughs> it was like really. <laughs> Back to you. Back to you. Love you. Your face is adorable. Um, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Moon and Sun Podcast. And don't forget your coffee. Yeah. Stop doing the slurping noise. You're so weird, 